Welcome to Send Us Your Nudes, a podcast where we talk about music, popular culture, and mac and cheese, of course. My name is Kelsey. My name is Zach. And this is our first episode. Yay! Uh, We're super duper excited to be recording, and we've been cooking all afternoon. Um, The mac and cheese that we're going to be critiquing for y'all this this evening. It took us literally, what, like an hour to make? Yeah, I'd say about an hour. But like 30 minutes of it was us goofing off in the kitchen. Yeah, just dancing around, acting like fools. Really, when you have music playing in the background... I, I, I kind of just focus on that, <laughs> really. Um, we also made like a this special dessert that Zach apparently is... I didn't know that he loved it. Like, I just pulled it out of the cabinet and I was like, we should make this and kind of said it in a joking way. Like, huh, we should make this. And you looked at me with like this boyish glitter in your eyes. And you there, were like... <laughs> oh, there is no joking about dirt and worms. Dirt and worms... <laughs> It, I, look, okay, yeah, okay, kids love dirt and worms, but, you know, I love dirt and worms. A full-grown man, I'm happy to admit, dirt and worms, probably one of the greatest desserts to ever exist. Oh, my God. Don't you, oh, my God, me. Dirt and worms is real. Dirt and worms is real. <laughs> dirt and worms are real? I mean, I would hope that dirt and worms are real. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, for the sake of the earth. <laughs> for the and, sake and, of the earth. And the soil, yes. <laughs> dirt and worms are real. So, we have already eaten the mac and cheese, um, and we are going to be ranking it on a criteria um, of five different criterias that we have come up with um, that we think are fair. I think a fully vetted system that we've been working on for for a very long time, and we're happy with Literally, we... probably since we met. Well, because, like, okay, to me, macaroni and cheese... Is life. When I have a macaroni and cheese dish put in front of me, I'm already going, oh man, I can't wait. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, okay, is it thick enough? Is the consistency right? Is it, Does it give me that, that fresh out of the oven, because that's where mac and cheese comes from? Yes, okay, some people make it in a pot, you got your Velveeta, you got your Kraft dinner, but when it comes out of an oven... And it's got that nice golden flaky exterior. Well, not all Macs are created in the same way. They're not all created equal. I, I, but I know. There's a whole whole diverse culture of macaroni and cheese. But, to but them, anyway, yeah, that's part of our, our judging criteria. And we're going to do that a little bit later in the episode. Um, but first... I'm sorry, I got excited. Yeah, I mean, that, this it's the whole reason we created this podcast was because... We love mac and cheese, and we've always wanted individually to create a podcast, and we have taken our love for mac and cheese and combined it. And we've brought it to you <laughs> to share with you, the listener, because we're not the only ones. We've had so many people that we've talked to that have gone, yes, I love mac and cheese this way or that way. Oh, you've got to make a roux or a bechamel, and then you've got to use this cheese. And everyone has their own opinion about it. Everyone has their own recipe that may have been or may not have been handed down through the generations. You may have made it yourself to hand down to your children. Or literally one that you just typed in Google and you're like, mac and cheese recipe. (laughs) What's good? Mac and cheese with bacon. What good mac and cheese? And it comes up. (laughs) that's, That's typically... 
how I search for anything, really. What good? What what good? <laughs> best best editing software. That's my most recent. One. <laughs> what good editing software, huh? Question mark. But yes, we're gonna do that a little bit later in the podcast. But first, I want to ask you, what you, what have you done this week? I I have not seen you since last weekend. Well, that's not true at all. We went to the concert together. Well, yeah, that's true. Sorry. Let's let's talk about the concert. I actually had a really good time. So we went to see... Yeah, I was going to say, back up. Say, say where we went first. Yeah, last Tuesday, we went to see uh, Cloud Nothings, Appleseed Cast, and Cursive at the Cat's Cradle in Carborough. And it was amazing. Because... Well, no, not to speak of Cloud Nothings, but Apple C Cast and Cursive have been around for quite a while. Uh, yeah, twenty five years. It's, yeah, so I, you know, I've I've been listening to them for a long time. Never got to see them in concert. It was never even really a thought. Um, but when I heard the opportunity, I had to take it. And you, I'm, I'm, you felt the same way. Yeah, I mean, I used to listen to Cursive a long time ago, and I. Like, you know, the whole art is hard. Like, when art is hard was really popular. It's mm. when I really got into cursive. So, I was like, this is a good opportunity for me to actually see them perform live. Since, you know, they they took a super long break in recording um, from their last album and their most recent album. So, I thought it would be a good opportunity to go see them perform. See how they... See how they are. No, Cloud Nothings was really like kind of the big draw for me because most recently, like I was really into them. Um, but what was weird for me about that show is that I've seen Cloud Nothings before and this show seemed kind of like, like I love them, but it just seemed very forced to me. Like they were up there and they're like, all right, we've got to play this show. Oh, okay, God, we're playing that. the show, and they're just like standing in front of their microphones, like kind of like they're puppets, and there's a puppet master. You know what I mean? Almost like they're rehearsing. Yes, that's what it felt like to me. And I, I saw them back in 2013 um, at the Southgate Revival House, it like in Covington, like Cincinnati area, and mm-hmm. that was such an awesome show. It was such a small venue. Um, I was up by the front of the stage, and it just felt like more genuine and more angsty. So the so the energy was there. Yeah, there was energy. People were, uh, which is a big like the target. band. Yeah, <laughs> the there the band members on stage. They were just kind of, you know, they were like, like they wanted to be there. Yeah. But it just felt like at the show on Tuesday, even though they performed well. Agreed. The energy wasn't there. Mm. I can sense that too. And not to say that like you have to act a certain way or to the person that you are has to be a certain way, especially when you're interacting with the audience. But as a performer, in my opinion, not that I am one, but there's a lot lost when the audience can look at you and watch you perform and see that you just kind of aren't in it. Yeah. And like this there was is a just moment, another show for you. There was a moment where 
you know, you expect a little bit of interaction because it's pretty typical, uh, you know, a lead singer or guitarist or whoever really that's got a mic near him just, hey, hey, I got this story. And so we were here last night and we did this thing and blah, blah, blah. And we ate at this place. Like when we saw Kira Kira Benito, like... They were like, last time we were in Durham, we showed up to the show like one day earlier than yeah, we were supposed they, they to. Showed, we they showed up stay. a day early and didn't even <laughs> know that they that they weren't supposed to perform that day, obviously. So they ended up just fooling around Durham. And so uh, one interesting thing that they talked about was how they had a session where they just kind of did a little fooling around and were doing a sound check and... The keyboardist, oh, yeah. the keyboardist recorded a sample of his voice to use, and at the show the next day, they used that sample, and the crowd seemed to really be into it. And I would hate to mimic the sample. It uh, would bust your eardrums. It would bust your eardrums. <laughs> uh, and anyone who was there that night, that we were there uh, recently, what day was that? What, what month was that? It was, it was like, last month. It was last month? Yeah. Okay. Wow, really? Yeah. October. All right. So, at any rate, um, time flies. Uh, when they were playing the sample at the beginning of the show, and throughout the show, really, I, I had no idea. I had no idea its significance or what it meant. And then Sarah shared the story about them making the sample and using it the next day. and people. Sarah being it. the lead singer. Sarah being the lead singer, yeah. of course. Sorry to admit that, but... Uh, she's sharing the story and sharing about how even at what festival was she talking about? She said somewhere were, in England. They were they were at a festival and even sampling that sound and the crowd was loving it. Uh, and they but, thought it was funny because it's just a really stupid sound. Yeah, it's it's almost like a <laughs> not like to a, not like to say he's dumb. It's not it's not to say it's stupid, but like kind of like a hype man sound, kind of like a. Little John, Little John's. <laughs> I mean, really, it was like, get. It's just this the strangest little thing, and so uh, they're sampling it. Nobody gets it, and then all of a sudden, she tells the story. Everybody loves it, and, and starts chanting it in we, the audience. So like, they just did this one whole session of like maybe five to ten minutes of it was just like a riff off of this sound. For five to ten freaking minutes. It was like, kind of surreal. Yeah, I lost track of time. And everyone in the crowd was just like cheering this sound. Get, get, get. <laughs> yeah, so the next day, actually, I had posted some stuff on Instagram about going to the show. And somehow somebody else that was at the show found that post and made a comment. And the comment was, get. <laughs> it was so weird. But that's what makes... That's what makes great interaction between a band and the audience. Yeah, because the Cloud... I hate to say it, but like that performance by Cloud Nothings was not memorable to me. I guess memorable in this way. It's memorable that it's not memorable. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, 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 like when they were playing the songs, I was jamming out. I mean, really, I probably looked like a total fool dancing and banging my head around. Uh, and, and, then, and then we had... And then we had um, the most passive-aggressive mosh pit going on at the same time. I also wanted to talk to you about um, uh, the mustachioed man. The mustachioed man. Um, so, I, 
that was one thing that I had on a list today to talk to you was my encounter with the mustachioed man later in the week after the concert. So the mustachioed man, <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, uh, was a gentleman that we observed while we were at the show. Now, of course, half of the fun when you're out in public is people watching. Yeah. So even at a show, you know, you're going to be... Shows are the best places to are... walk. Yeah, absolutely. People walk. I mean, people watch. Oops. So when we're people watching at the show, you know, you see a lot of people just dancing wildly. Uh, some people just standing there, like, zoned out, just staring. You Statues. Wonder, you wonder... Yeah, statues. You wonder, why are you here? You don't even look like you're having a good time. <laughs> they're taking pictures, and then they're just kind of standing there. So we're people watching, and there's a fellow that's dancing near us, and he's he's off-tempo. He's To the point where it's, like, really noticeable and bad. Like, It's like there was a different <laughs> song playing in his head. Yeah. And so, you know, and his shirt's a little too small, and he's a really tall, kind of goofy guy, and not, not, gosh, I hate to shame anybody for the way they look. Like, I don't know. No, he was like such a hipstery guy, though. Like, he was, he was like, if you look up hipster on the internet, and there were like five different people in the picture, like, you know what I mean? Mm hmm. He would be one of the types of hipster in the picture. Yeah. Like, if if you looked up hipster on Urban Dictionary, this guy. Would be somewhere in that article. Yes, with a brilliant. I mean, I will say, I will not take away from how magnificent that man's mustache. He was. had a great mustache. It was a very strong he had a mustache. Weird look though. He like was bald, like completely bald, like yes. slick bald. Yes. He had no other facial hair except for this mustache, and it was like a red mustache. And yet, everything else about him screamed hipster. He had circular glasses, like like well, not circular. They were like, more like ovals. Mm-hmm. Like, glasses from the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. That's so, like a computer nerd would wear. Yeah, and, and for all we know, we, well, we don't know, but maybe. Yet, um, he, just the way he was dancing, totally off-tempo, caught my attention. Because, I mean, I love to dance. I love to to watch good dancers and try and pick up on their technique and the way they dance and yet when i'm looking at him i'm going god do i look like that have i ever looked like that when i'm dancing you come and i could be i become totally self-aware uh so again god i hate judging people but man he was such a bad dancer and he was having a good time though but he was having a great time and i guess that's what matters like he was totally having a great time and so even when the mosh pit started. <laughs> the passive-aggressive mosh pit. So, uh, about halfway through this, the Cloud Nothings set, all of a sudden, to our right, we see the crowd depart. Uh, the, like, there's a, just a void there. And then there's a swirling. And there's it's, a swirling of only, like, four or five people. Yes. At first. At first. There's, like, four or five guys that really, I think, at first may have just been... Banging their heads around a little yeah. too hard and bumping into people, and all of a sudden a mosh pit ignited. But it they was got so... a little too wild and accidentally started a mosh pit. <laughs> yes, those two guys. But everyone else was like, "Is this what's a? Is this what a mosh pit?" We've is been like? waiting for this. We've been waiting for this moment all our lives, or I've all never... all night at least. And we've never been in a mosh pit before. But gosh, I sure don't want to. I sure don't want to hurt nobody. 
so oh so they're bouncing around, but they're smiling like fools as they're doing it, like baby's first mosh pit. It's like the first time it that you baby's yeah. first mosh pit. That's the that's an excellent way to describe it. Now that you said, and that. they couldn't have been happier to be a part of it. Really, I mean, as a part of me, honestly, that's like, man, I I wish I could be in a mosh pit, but at any rate. They're swirling around, bouncing around. I think at one point I saw another guy give a guy a hug because they bounced into each other too hard. <laughs> and so the mustachioed man makes his entrance. He had kind of disappeared. I had been trying to keep my eye on him, but he faded into the darkness. Yeah. And eventually comes up and, man, it looks like... It looks like it's his first... Uh, it's like his... Like prom dance. And he's just happy to be there even if he's by himself. He was like gyrating up and down only. Like he wasn't really even moshing. Yeah. He was just like standing at the corner of the mosh pit. Just like, hopping. Just hopping. Just like hopping up, up and down. down. But not like with the beat at all. No. It was no. like the exact opposite and, of the beat. And he's standing there kind of on the fringe of the mosh pit. So you might, they might not have known that he wanted to be involved, but boy, did he! And so he kind of hops in a little bit, then he hops back out. Yeah, you know, he's just kind of hopping on the side. And he might have wanted it too much. That might have been the thing, because maybe if I was in a mosh pit and I'm bouncing around and I turn and I look that I'm kind of going towards this guy that's kind of smiling at me (laughs) maniacally, going, "Bump into me! Bump into me!" I would stay away from that guy. I would totally veer around him. But that was that's the thing about that specific mosh pit. Like everybody in a mosh pit, a normal mosh pit, they're thinking bump into me. Mm-hmm. They're just not looking like that guy was. They and weren't smiling like an idiot. Again, never been in one, you know, but I would say I have and it's not a fun time. It's not a fun time. And that's why you've only been <laughs> I'll just, on one. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. And like I've been on the outskirts of one. I become, it's like there's a de facto f- force field kind of fence where you have to protect others from mm-hmm. the mosh All the big pit. guys are on the, on the outside ring. Yeah. And actually at the KKB show, there was a little bit of bumping and moving starting to happen to where I'm like, no, nah, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, and man, my and so my defensive stance on the fringe of a mosh pit, I cross my arms. Yeah, you're supposed to like put your arm out like that. I cross my arms. I put my palms out as if I'm ready to push people away. And for those of you who can't see, Zach is like got his palms out. Yes, and his arms are crossed in front of him, like stay away from me. Yes, like (laughs) no, don't. Swipe or no swiping. Swipe or no swiping. Yeah, it's almost like a Hapkido technique that I've picked up throughout the years. Uh, gosh, I won't get into that right now. But at any rate, uh, so there, so there, so he's just hopping up and down, and everybody's bump, bump, bumping around, and you know, kind of like, oh, it's okay, you bumped into me. And then There's he got light. there. He got there a little late though. And it was kind of towards the end of a song, and I think everybody was just kind of tuckered out from moshing. Yeah. And he's just hopping around, and then it kind of ends, and no, and he doesn't really get involved. And then it's over, and he just kind of stands there. He, he stands little... there, but then disappears. 
the it's, same time. Like, we didn't see him at all after that. He faded into the mist. It, yeah, it was like he evaporated or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Until you had a Until, sighting. yeah, until I found him. I, I say I found him, but I wasn't looking for him. He found you. He found me, but, <laughs> like, it was so weird. So, I, I was in Raleigh on Wednesday? Thursday? Okay. Yeah. One of those days. I was having pizza with my friend at Trophy Brewing. Um, if y'all know where that's at, they have really good pizza. It's like in downtown Raleigh. But I was getting in my car, like after like leaving the place and everything. And I look up and like the way I was parked was my windshield was parked toward the sidewalk. So I could okay. see all the people like walking down the sidewalk sure. before I backed out of my parking spot. And so I look up, I'm putting in like on Google Maps how to get back to my where I live. And like <laughs> I look up and here is mustachioed man walking and I knew it was him by the mustache and by the way he was walking. He was like uh, walking like bouncing up and down when he was walking. Yeah, kind of does that heel to toe bounce. Yeah, and I was like this is the mustachioed man. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And so I like looked a little bit longer and I watched him go into the brewing place, presumably to get pizza too. And I immediately got my phone out. Well, for, no, actually first I was like just looking, you know, at and my dashboard, like, did this really happen? Like, this is so weird. Zach and I literally spent, like, an hour or two studying this guy at the show on Tuesday. And then he shows up. Totally out of, totally, out of scene, out of, yeah, out of place. in like, a different wouldn't... city that's significantly farther from Carborough. You know, Carborough and Raleigh are probably, like, almost an hour, 45 minutes apart. So... It was just weird to see this guy walking down the street, like, out of that weird mosh element that we saw him in to begin with. And so I immediately texted Zach, and I said, you'll never guess who I just saw. And and for some reason, my first response was Tim Heidecker, uh, just because, you know, to be that close to greatness would be amazing. Well, he was in Raleigh, like, two weeks ago. And, and and that was in my mind yeah. as well. So I was like, maybe maybe he had maybe he to stayed do. for two weeks. <laughs> maybe he stayed for two weeks. But uh, no, it was the mustachioed man, and like I I just could not, I couldn't believe it. I hope we see him again. I hope he's at the. We probably will show. see him again because he's actually a CIA agent <gasps> who's been following us. And, and he's right actually, outside the door. I think I hear a noise that might be him creeping up on us right now as we record this. So, listeners, uh, again, if you if if this goes black, then blame it on the mustachioed man. The mustachioed man either hit us, like performed a hit on us, or um, we are high value targets. Yeah. Of course we are. <laughs> well, really, I mean, okay, you got to think about it. Why are there no other macaroni and cheese centric podcasts? Is it a government conspiracy? We'll find out. It just depends on how long we live. We yeah. might be. We might be the next Epstein's. Oh God, no! We're not talking about that. Uh, yeah, no. Sorry. That's not for this podcast. We're not talking about that. So yeah, God dang it! Edit. <laughs> <laughs> no. All okay. Right.
So maybe we'll see the mustachioed man when we go see Calm Trues this coming weekend. I'm so excited. You have no idea. I've been listening to Calm Trues for so long. And for for those of you who don't know Calm Trues, not Tom Cruise, I'm not I'm not, you know, slipping up here. Uh he's electronic. Uh you know, he, some people might consider it electronic pop, but it's really just kind of an chill wave electronic you know guy and and so it's a, it's a spoonerism apparently of Tom, of Tom Cruise but um really about 2010 is when he came out uh the first EP was Cyanide Sisters and I, it was I mean to me amazing it really like about that time when I found it, it started to change the type of music I enjoyed. Like, so, Comtrues, and then Small Black, um, you know, I started to get into more instrumental electronic music. Uh, well, I say <laughs> instrumental electronic, but um, it's kind of, you know, non-vocal, right? And, and he does a lot of remixes of different bands as well. Um, the one he's that... done everything from Neon Indian, which I love, oh my god, outside of that. And again, that kind of fits that chill wave vibe, to Maroon 5. Yeah, that's the one that surprised me the most, honestly. Because, like, the Maroon 5, like, One More Night was on the radio for a really long time. And that just seems like a weird one for him to do, honestly. Yeah, like... For him to do a Daft Punk, for him to do Incom Part Two, I thought, okay, well that's that's right, you know. And then and then Digitalism, that's right. Um, Dead Mouse, that's right. But then he does Tycho, okay, you know, I can believe that. He's done a lot of just all over the place. Like he's genre jumped. Like Stars is like a, like an alternative rock band. Just kind of like Foster the People, like you wouldn't really expect yeah. him to do a remix of that, but he did. And so, you know, we probably won't hear any of that stuff. Obviously, I, well, I don't. I wouldn't think that we would hear any of that stuff Maybe at a we show. Will. Maybe we will. I've never been to a country show. Yeah. I, I honestly, I've never been to a a purely electronic show. A purely electronic show. I yeah. have. Okay. I saw. So, well, actually, I wouldn't say it was purely electronic. Um, Flume isn't always, like, electronic um, or Disclosure. Yeah. They do a lot of um, vocal guests in their music. Um, but I saw them at Bonnaroo not too long uh, I say not too long ago. It was, like, six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago, six years ago. And it's a lot of, like crowd hyping in a in a way that or at least from my experience a lot of crowd hyping without like talking to the crowd to get them hyped up it's more of a a visual hyping so like they focus a lot on the the backdrops and the the lighting and uh, if they have like light shows or any like animations in the background like stuff that can get you hyped up without saying like 
get hyped up. Right, without <laughs> or, having a How y'all doing out there? Yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. You're ready to rock tonight? Yeah. <laughs> you all ready to rock the house? <laughs> yes, exactly. Rock the house by Gorillaz. I still maintain to be one of my favorite Gorilla songs of all time. Um, with the... You, you only bring that up because you did it in karaoke like not too long ago. Well, and it and was you, an amazing performance. It. it was an amazing performance. You, I did crush it. You crushed it. You even, you crushed it so hard that you were singing with your back to the TV. Like. No, I didn't need the lyrics. I've been practicing <laughs> for two weeks. I know that. But I'm just saying, you crushed it so hard that you didn't even need the words. And yet I still, actually, I still managed to forget like one tiny little section. Oh, whatever. Well, I, was was... Under, I was under pressure. Okay. Because like I don't karaoke often. The last time I karaokeed. Was with Mike, was with was with the big MT, at um, shout out to Mike, <laughs> shout out to Mike, my boy, um, and we were singing. What did we sing? It was a Elton John song. Is it Saturday Night? No, it wasn't Saturday Night. Oh, that Mike. would have been too cool. That would have been wicked. It was Leave On. Really? It was Leave On. <laughs> That's a good one to do, though. It was so... I mean, it was great. That's one that you can really get into, too. Oh, we did. Trust us. Like, we had the... We to had the point where it's like ugly, ugly face singing. Ugly face, mics up in the air. We're screaming up at... Leave On! Yeah. He was a good man. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what we were doing. And nobody in the whole bar cared. But they're we, like this. This is an Elton John song? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, if it's not Tiny Dancer or Rocket Man, no. I'm like what is Elton John? <laughs> Sorry, Elton John fans. Um, everybody loves Elton John, but not everyone loves. But Elton not John. everyone loves Elton John. <laughs> so, at any rate, yeah, I I hadn't done much karaoke. So at Stefan's party, ah man, I was really pumped. I had what four songs prepared. Yeah, so Zach Zach took the approach that most people should take when they're preparing for something, which is you think about every opportunity and everything that could go wrong or everything that oh, could yeah. go yeah, right. It's a burden. It is a burden. So Zach had planned out all of his music. He had practiced all of his music. He didn't plan to rely on any of the words on the screen, which was good. I wanted to do the best job I could do. Yeah. To the point to where I was at work. Which was the exact opposite of me. Oh. Which was, I'm just going to write down song titles and then just show up and hopefully I'll be able to sing. <laughs> yeah. No, I was at work in my, in my bay, in my service bay, at my toolbox with the phone propped up against, you know, another thing and I got my earbuds in. And you know how you are when you have your earbuds in. You're unaware of your volume around you. You are singing. You're talking too loud. You're talking too quietly. So I'm a sh I'm sure that there was some point where I'm singing in the shop, and I'm I'm just belting it out to where everybody can hear it, and it's like. I know you like that. You want to try that. <laughs> it's like a flashback. So shake your ass crack. And people are going, what? What did you just say? Did, what is did he, he just say ass crack? What is he singing <laughs> the word ass crack? But yeah, no, I was so excited for that, for that karaoke party that they hosted, which was wonderful, by the way. Um, met a lot of great people there. 
and had a, a great time. Honestly, like I didn't know. Okay, everybody's gonna hate me for saying this, and this is, I'm, I'm supposed to be a person that likes music, but I don't know any Lizzo songs. I don't listen to the radio. Okay, okay. He okay, says okay, okay. he says that because I decided I was gonna sing a Lizzo song. I decided I was gonna sing "Truth Hurts" by Lizzo because I was feeling myself and I was feeling sassy, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna tell it like it is to everybody in this freaking room. Right now. Snap, snap. Yeah, I did. I snapped several times while I was performing. Well, you do like to snap, just in general. Yeah, I like, I like snapping rather than clapping. I think yeah. it's, it's a, a good medium between not moving your hands at all and moving your hands. <laughs> sure, sure. Limited effort, but showing excitement yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, so... But anyway, I, and you, you were so, saying... So the brilliance about karaoke, as if I didn't know what karaoke was... Uh, is that there's a nice little screen there that has all the lyrics displayed, and I was able to sing along. All right, listeners, so the beauty of your first podcast and kind of throwing this together the best you can is that your cat might, you know, somehow find a way to get onto the other side of the door. Or this is just, like, the beauty of animals. They're... You look at me like they're not beautiful. <laughs> it's like just like gave me this look like, oh, no, they're not. Well, like, I'm I'm a little frustrated. <laughs> I am. I'm not gonna uh, lie. No. So what happened was Zach's cat. <laughs> Turbo. God bless you. Um, we had prop. We closed the door in the hallway and we put a freaking gun rack up against <laughs> the back of the door. And a doorstop so that nobody could go through the door or, you know, like get through the door at all. Somehow. Through sheer effort and determination. Through sheer effort and determination. And maybe even teamwork from my sister's cat. These two cats, or cat, or super cat. Super cat, wow. Pushed a door, a doorstop, and a gun rack away from the door. And went through the door to come to our door outside of where we were recording and just start singing. Just start meowing. Yeah, start singing his little song of annoyance that he likes to do all the time every time there's a door shut. Like any cat likes to do. He likes to be free. He likes to roam. Yeah, he likes to roam. He likes to piss me off a little bit. Okay. It's your son. That's your son you're talking about. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't have children. Okay except, okay, except for my son, whatever. But any parent out there <laughs> that's listening right now knows what I'm talking about when they're like, gosh, I any love him. Any cat parent. Gosh, I love him. But God, help me. <laughs> this thing, this one is going to kill me. Or I'm going to kill I think it. he teleported on the other side. I think he's actually magic. Well, he Because might... we kept hearing sounds. And we were just choosing to ignore them. I thought it was the mustachioed man. Yeah, we thought it was the mustachioed man. But it turns out it was a mustachioed cat. He does have a little bit of a mustache, actually. He does have... He does have... Okay. Anyway, we were talking about Lizzo and how you don't listen to the radio and how I was... I killed my You were feeling sassy. You were feeling so sassy that day that you said, I've got to bring out the spirit of Lizzo. And you did it. And I did it as well. 
I had never heard a Lizzo song. Well, not in yeah. Some I was kind so of... surprised that you joined in. Like halfway through the song, Zach like comes up beside me and starts singing too, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on?" Well, you know, like... I didn't want to steal the spotlight, but I wanted to steal the spotlight. And with the words <laughs> in front of me, uh, and you hearing could. the melody of the song, and then just you know watching, watching and listening to you sing the first verse, and me having enough alcohol inside of me. Uh, which gets me to do all kinds of amazing things, I decided to chime in. And I really feel like I kind of helped round out yeah, the you whole did. performance. Because I, I only came in when it was appropriate. You sang the main verses, but when the chorus came around, that's when I chimed in. Yeah. And then See, I was so... I had been drinking, and I was so off-key that it wasn't even funny. Like, I wasn't even trying anymore. I was like, I'm just going to sing the lyrics, and that's it. I don't care if I sound okay. I'm just going to scream. I'm going to get this out inside of me. I'm going to tell that person <laughs> off. Right. And that's what I'm going to do. And you did it. You did totally And you were like it. my hype man. I was. I was your hype man. That's absolutely right. And then, and then really, like, so many others were inspired I say so many others. There's really only what, two other two people. Two other people. Yeah. <laughs> but for that tiny little house. Everyone else was carving pumpkins. Everyone, yeah, well, uh, you know, but they were listening at the same time. And like, we were they, we were inspiring them. Yeah. Really, because they were like, I want to carve this pumpkin. How I want to carve this pumpkin. While we were inspiring them to tell off their ex. Yeah. Thing. Even though they were all couples. Yeah, even though they were all couples. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, and they made such great pumpkins. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, when when you make a this is fine meme pumpkin, that, I mean, really, they brought out an exacto knife set to make this. It was so good. It was so good. It was and so I, good. But I hate it for them because, like, at the same time when you take pictures of it after it was illuminated... Yeah, it you couldn't really weird see the, the words, mm -hmm. but you could perfectly see the outline of the dog sitting there, and the newspaper and mm -hmm. the table. You like you could see all that. You just couldn't see the words. Yeah, it looked like there because where it was illuminated from the inside, it looked like there was fire. Yes, and that was perfect. Yeah, like it was so perfect of an idea. Yeah, uh, and they did such a good job. And yet you take the picture, and it's like ugh, but. To look at the pumpkin in real life, it was amazing. Probably, oops, I'm sorry, best pumpkin. I know you made a pumpkin, Kelsey. I'm not trying to offend you. It's okay. I'm not your pumpkin was cute. What was his name? Herman. Herman. Herman was adorable. Herman's your son. Herman, my son, the pumpkin. <laughs> he still lives, by the way. He still lives? Wait, how? He's a pumpkin that's been carved. And he was carved like... October 20th, and he still lives. Oh, my. Herman's a trooper. Does he, he still has, have his teeth? He still has his teeth. He still has his teeth. Yeah. So so there was a... Um, he's teething. He's teething, yeah. <laughs> he is, Herman has these delightful buck teeth. He has no other teeth. That, no other teeth, just his two front teeth. Uh, he sings a song about how he wishes he had all of his other teeth yeah. instead of just his front two teeth. Um, oh my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm surprised to hear it. Like, I haven't been over... Uh, you, see you'll him. see you'll see, see Herman him. this weekend. I'll see Herman this weekend when yeah. I'm down there. But yeah, he he he. We we found the, the the they had these packs of teeth perfectly, and so she was inspired to just be like, I just want to, I just, just want to make the teeth. Pumpkin. I want to make the teeth. I want the a simple point. son. A simple son named <laughs> Herman. A simple son named Herman. 
who has two buck teeth and very beady eyes. And doesn't bother you like a cat would. Yeah. My son is well more well-behaved than your son. He is. He's very quiet. He is very quiet. But happy. Such a happy boy. Yeah. My son is very happy. <laughs> he loves sitting outside by the door. He endures through his happy spirit. And that's how he survived so But long. he is getting older. Visibly. Ah. Uh-huh. He's aging. <laughs> he's aging. He's maturing. Yeah. Maturing. It, it kind of makes me sad like to see him grow up so, so quickly. Yeah. But, but well, I know that, you know, it's for the best that he's going to be a good pile of good he's one seen, day. He's seen a lot of things. He's seen a lot of cars driving by. Squirrels. He's seen a lot of Amazon delivery men. He's witnessed a car thief. He No, he wasn't there for that. Oh, he wasn't there for that. No, that was, was before his time. It was before he was born. Ah, uh, it's before the age of Herman. Yeah. Well, if, if Herman was around, I'm sure he would have watched something happen. He would have. Watched it vigilantly and not done a thing about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a mall cop. Yeah, observe observe and report. Well, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Herman would, would have, you know, diligently said, I see you. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he would have said. He wouldn't have tried to stop anybody at all. He would have just been like, I see you over there. Bring what? it into that car. He might have warded them off with how pleasant he was. Is is he's still pleasant. he's still pleasant even though he's matured he's remained pleasant he's seen again he's seen a lot of hard things um, rain uh yeah he's seen a lot of rain he's seen a lot of frost and yeah he got he he soldiers on just yeah him and his two front teeth <laughs> just okay. him and his two front teeth that's all he wants for Christmas now listeners. We know that what you really want to hear about is macaroni and cheese. And we definitely have a lot to say <laughs> about do. macaroni and cheese. So much so that we made an entire podcast themed around what we want to say about mac and cheese. And, and we know that you all have your own kind of preferences. Some people say, hey... I just love a good box of craft dinner. And I call it craft dinner. You guys yeah. want to say, what's craft dinner? And I say, you know it colloquially as craft mac and cheese. But in the great nation of Canada. Every time you say craft dinner, I just laugh. In the great nation Glenn. of Canada, <laughs> it's craft dinner. It is, from what I've read, now you can you can tell me I'm wrong, Canadians, please. Weigh in. Go to our Facebook page. Say, hey. I'm Canadian, and I'm, I'm weighing Canadian, in. And I'm weighing in, weighing in <laughs> on craft dinner. But from what I understand, it's quite literally the national food of Canada. Are, what, mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is what I've heard. <laughs> Who are your sources? The internet. Okay. Okay, so at any rate, Kraft macaroni and cheese has a lot of respect. It's it's fed a lot of people. It's kept them from getting hungry, and hunger, honestly, a huge problem in our nation. Yeah, which is why everyone values macaroni and cheese as a fulfilling side and or main course. I've eaten macaroni and cheese alone 
as we've discussed before. Yes. Uh, it sounds kind of sad. <laughs> everyone, everyone has eaten macaroni and cheese alone. If you have not eaten macaroni and cheese alone, you're not admitting that it, you've eaten it alone, that's because you're lying. You have definitely eaten, everyone has definitely eaten mac and cheese alone, and you should sad, feel, with like no pants on. And you should feel no shame in your enjoyment of macaroni and cheese on the couch, as Kelsey does with no pants on, and because I wear pants when I eat my macaroni because I'm okay. a classy guy. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. Well, you know, so... <laughs> I'm classless, apparently. No, 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 no. No, I didn't say that. I just said you're simple. No, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Um, Continue with your point. So, so, so again, uh, you can have something like that, or you can go extravagant, because macaroni and cheese has many different layers and levels that you can ascend to, aspire towards, like the top of the top, in my opinion, baked macaroni and cheese. I don't know why I'm making this gesture towards the phone as yeah. if it was confidential, but... Y'all, y'all can't see this, but Zach is like whispering. It's like, it's like he's trying to pretend, like, like he's trying to keep it from me. Like, he's like, yeah, listeners, even though Kelsey's sitting right in front of me. Eating I her craft give, dinner. I just want to give you, yeah, eating her In craft, her underwear. Her inferior craft dinner in her underwear. Let me get you, you know, a little secret. Let me tell you a little something about me. I like baked mac and cheese, and I eat it with my pants on because I think I'm superior. That's what Zach looks Whether like. or not, whether or not I think I'm superior, and my, I'm actually superior, uh, simpleton, is... <laughs> oh my god, stop. Just get to the point. Is that there's so many ways that you can enjoy macaroni and cheese. And so what we've done, what we've been inspired to do, is invite you, the listener... To send us your nudes. Yeah. Send us your recipe. Send us your N-O-O-D-Z. That's right. At gmail.com. No, that's not. Oh, that's sorry. Sorry, that's nudes podcast. Nudes podcast at gmail.com. Right. I'll so, figure this out eventually. N-O-O-D-Z podcast at gmail.com is our email address. You can find us on Facebook at send us your nudes and your is spelled you know, like you are, you like are, a middle schooler. Yeah, like a middle schooler. You know, because if I was to text you, like, hey, hey, baby, send me your nudes. You know, and like <laughs> I wanted a mac and cheese recipe, I would definitely use you are instead of your. You know, I'm, but anyway. I'm, yes, and so at that point, you can send us your recipe, and we would be glad to compare it against other recipes. That might be sent to us and then discern whether or not it's worth making it on the podcast. So, well, we're going to make it on the podcast, but we're, we want to give you the recipe and tell you what we think of the mac and cheese so that you can decide for yourself whether you would want to make the recipe or not. Absolutely. Because again, you know, based on your preferences, you might say, well, that recipe's for me. I'd like to try that. Others, maybe not. Yeah, because maybe maybe you value, you know, like cheese in a mac and cheese, and so. <laughs> what else would you value, Kelsey? No, like I mean, like you are very particular about your cheese. 
I'm, I'm okay. And you are. I don't know. I'm looking at you and saying this to you. You are very particular about your cheese. It has to be sharp. So, it has yes. to be sharp. Yes, we're going to I'm a get sharp to that. man, and I like oh, sharp God. cheese. Short dress man. ZZ Top, please. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it sound like gold member talking? ZZ Top. <laughs> no. What I'm saying is that, you know, maybe you're kind of, like, you're the type of person who wants your mac and cheese to, like, have a certain type of cheese in it. Or, maybe creamier. Yeah. So, you can look at the recipe. We have... Five different areas on our criteria that we're judging at each mac and cheese. And one of them is cheese. So you could look yeah. at what type of cheese do you use? You, mm-hmm. you understand. Yes. You like, helped create this. Yes. So it, so it might be how many, what kind of blend of cheese that you use. Uh, whether it be just one cheese, several cheeses. That's how blend works. <laughs> really? Yes, I'm educating. The ma- I'm educating the masses on macaroni. And, or really, cheese. There's someone blending. out there with a notepad, like write that down, write that down. <laughs> Blend <laughs> equals more than one. <laughs> so now that we've taught you English, um, <laughs> cheese. So 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 that's actually our second criteria. Now I know that that probably might be at the top, but at the top is noodle. Why it's so funny to hear you say noodle. Well, um, some people are just, you know, noodle makes some people happy. Noodle. Let's hear it again, kids. Noodle. Okay, so we have five criteria. One is noodle. Um, and that could be, and that's really because, really, okay, some noodles don't belong in mac and cheese. Yeah, we, we talked about this a lot before we started recording. Because we were talking about, you know... What about recipes that we get that don't specify noodle? What should we do? Like, should we pick our own? Should we ask the person what they use or what they prefer? Um, and so we looked up a list of noodles, which is very long, by the way. There's a lot of noodles. Um, yeah. And we and, and honestly, we limited it to Italian and noodle. We couldn't, yeah, we limited it to Italian noodle, and we couldn't pronounce any of them. I... Yeah. Well, I, get, I keep getting tripped up on Fusilli. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What a silly name. Oh my god, stop. Um, but, so we looked up noodles. Um, we wanted that to be in a category. Our second category, like we said earlier, was cheese. Um, what kind of cheese you use in your mac and cheese. The third category is presentation. Um, so... Zach is very really passionate about like casserole style mac and cheese, um, oh, yes. baked mac and cheese, as he has I said mean, multiple again, times in the podcast. Um, so presentation means you know what kind of is it in a pot? Like, are you serving it with a spoon from a pot, or are you baking it in like a tray? Or... Is it in a nice dish with a nice crisp breading on top? Of your desire, whether it be goldfish, crackers. it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be in a dish, even though you're biased and want everything to be in a dish. I'm a classy guy. I said I'm sharp. Anyway, um, that's what presentation means. Technique means about how long would it take to make it. 
Is it a pain to make this mac and cheese? Is the Are there too many ingredients? Is it worth it in the long run for you to eat it at the end and say, yeah, okay, I have you... spent an hour on this. This this whole process was worth it. Absolutely. And then last is taste. Like, overall, does it taste good? Like, yeah, your does mouth... everything together taste good? Yeah, it's like your mouth feel. Does it basically. give you a is good it... mouth feel? That's right. I love that phrase. I don't know why I love that phrase. It really makes little sense to me. See, I wrote down in my notes, mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wrote. Um, so for today, um, we prepared our first sent in recipe from our friend Missy. Um, and Missy, shout out to her. She is one of the coolest people I've ever met. She has her own store, um, where she sells all kinds of cool knickknacks and, um, like items such as candles and soaps and arts and crafts and everything like that. And her Facebook page is Backwoods Bits and Bobbles. And she has an Instagram that is Backwood Bits and Bobbles. And Bobbles is spelled B-O-B-B-L-E-S. Yep. And she also has an email address if you have anything specific that you would want her to make. Um, once you look at her Facebook page and see... What kinds of items she makes. And that is just backwoodsbitsandbobbles at gmail.com. So Missy sent us in a recipe. And I'm going to read you this recipe. Or read bits of it. Because it is amazing. God bless her. It is honestly hilarious. When we got it in our email inbox. I looked at the first two sentences. And I said, oh God, this is going to be great. (laughs) Um... So Missy writes, Nudes Podcast, are you ready to take five years off your life, never shit again, and send your taste buds to cheesy heaven? (laughs) I hope you are. I'm going to warn you right now, I don't measure when I cook, only when I bake. So, when we made this recipe, we also did not measure. (laughs) Nope. Um, It frustrated me to no end. the The only measuring we did was we put in an entire box of macaroni and an entire package of cream cheese because there was no measuring involved. And it wasn't like a jumbo <laughs> box or anything like that. Nope. It was a, I guess a standard box of macaroni. It's like the grocery store brand macaroni and cheese box that you would get. Uh, and then, you know, when it came to the... The cream cheese, it was just a, my oh gosh, you know, if I were to talk about dimensions, maybe an inch thick or maybe four it, inches it's wide. It's the normal size box on. that you buy at the grocery store. Okay, I don't buy a lot of cream cheese, Yeah, unfortunately. So Is that unfortunate, though? Uh, well, no, because I'm not really a fan of cream cheese on its own, but again, cream cheese isn't something you sit there and eat a brick yeah, of. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> you should not eat a brick of. You should not. We're not shaming those who do, no. but... You know what? Some people like Everyone to eat Kraft Dinner too. Even if you do. <laughs> um, anyway, so what we needed for this recipe? What you will need for this? Yes, recipe. what you will need. Well, we're going to post this recipe on our Facebook page. So if you really want to see everything and make this one for your for yourself, um, we're going to post it verbatim to our Facebook page. Yes, and you can see it. Um, so you don't have to like get out a pen and paper right now and be yeah, like, oh my god, I've got to write all this down. I mean, I'd, I'd be impressed. I'd be yeah. very impressed if you did. Yeah. Um, so, 
You will need a glass baking dish, two pots, one for cheese, one for mac, elbow macaroni, butter, flour, heavy cream, panko breadcrumbs, so much shredded cheese, so fucking much. Again, this is all verbatim yes, from I'm, what she wrote, from what verbatim. Missy wrote. One package cream cheese, onion powder, garlic powder, paprika, and Dulcolax. Yes, Dulcolax. Yeah, she had to throw Dulcolax um, in there because, God, some people need it after all yeah. this cheese. Cook your elbow mac to al dente. Um, I'm not going to read all of this. You guys can. We followed the instructions verbatim. Now, what I want to point out is, in, again, in our measurements, this was difficult for us to discern, but she writes, add your cheese. I usually add a whole ass bag of mozzarella. So, Missy, tell us, um, if you're listening, which I hope you are, um... What is an ass bag? What is an ass bag? Um, because we we just interpreted that as like just a bag. Well, okay, so, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kelsey interpreted that as just a regular bag. I interpret that when you say ass bag. Yeah, when I we, think of a two pound bag of mac of of, of cheese <sighs> for the macaroni. That's me. That's me. And that's why we that's, need a little bit more. That's how Zach was at the grocery store today. Of course, when we were, I think of ass, I think of a big one. But still. Oh my god. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, we were talking. We were talking at <laughs> the grocery store today. We were reading this recipe, and Zach pointed out, you know, what's a what's a whole ass bag. So we, I interpreted that. I over, I overrode Zach and said, I'm just using a bag. Yeah, yeah, standard, standard egg, bag. cheese. Probably the smart thing to do because um, honestly, that would have been a lot of cheese. But since we are, we were mm. using or we were following this verbatim, we also added other cheese. Um, yes. So we added the whole ass bag of mozzarella. Um, but we also added our cheese because it says add your cheese. True. So True. we added the cheese that we picked up. Because really, she didn't care, yeah. it seems. Yeah, it says, so much shredded cheese. Um, so, we we baked it, and it came out pretty good, I think. Yeah. So, it, it well, really good. Let's go over our, our rating for Missy's Mac and Cheese recipe. So, for the noodle criteria. Mm. We ended up scoring it. A four out of five for noodles. That's that's right because we used elbow macaroni. Yeah, it called for elbow macaroni, so we used elbow macaroni. And I think personally that when you use elbow macaroni, you automatically get like a three. Because I mean, because you're using because it's called mac and cheese. Like yeah. macaroni is a part of the name of the dish itself. And I guess really, the only way that you can mess that up is if you. "Quote unquote undercook or overcook it," so you're really rating yourself at that point when you're using elbow macaroni. But at the same time, in the rating scale of five, macaroni to me only gets you to about a four, because in a recipe, when you're being unique, when you're using a different noodle, and it may work with that recipe better. You get that five. Now, I'll tell you guys, that's going to be tough to get that five. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very tough. Because, again, we're connoisseurs. We <laughs> demand 
We demand excellence. Zach's de- Zach demands noodle excellence. <laughs> I'm getting very passionate right yeah, now. Yeah, he's like talking there's a few, lot with his hands. There's a few passions. Well, being being raised... Uh, no, or, I'm not cri- criticizing you talking with your hands. Go well, ahead. I know you're not. But anyways, <laughs> anyways. So, so with noodles, you know, if you've got a special recipe and you decide to use your fusilli, you decide to use... I mean, anything that you might want to use, like um, ravioli, if you want to use tortellini. No if... way. No one would use ravioli in their mac and cheese. Well, anyway, go ahead. You know, macaroni is obviously the best noodle to make. But, you know, if you've got... <laughs> it just says noodle and it has a picture of ramen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, okay, folks, so so to help us stay abreast of all the different type of noodles, we've kind of got a list up here on Google of all these different noodles. And God bless you, noodle. Or, I'm sorry. God, God bless you, noodle. God bless you, Google. Noodle is one of the options, and it's just a brick of ramen. <laughs> People also search for noodle. Yes. Anyway. So, you know, if you've got... Now, okay, I've got one thing to say, though. To go to to go to this, if you use, far, I knew you were gonna go into this. If you use farfalla noodles, I'm sorry. And if you guys you, don't know what farfalla noodles are, or it's, however it's, you however you pronounce it, because I'm not gonna claim that I can pronounce any of these types of noodles the way that they should be pronounced. But it's the bow tie noodle. Like if you haven't, if you haven't seen it called by what it's supposed to be called, it's the bow tie noodle. Zach like, is very, very against the bow tie noodle in general. It's really just, it's just a terrible noodle. I mean, honestly, like, if you've got anything, anything that you've got it with, it just slides right off. All you got is noodle. With like <laughs> a little bit of wetness on it. Your marinara anyway. slid off, your Alfredo slid off. I'm sorry, but I want to talk about farfalla noodles and how I don't like them. Okay, They've got okay. no rigidity. Okay, at least when you've got your radiatory... Which really looks like a radiator. It radi- looks like a radiator. It looks like a radiator. It's really what it looks like. It can like. hold sauce. It can hold cheese. It can hold what you got going on there. Even the elbow mac does a better job. But for follow, it's a joke. It's a joke. Send us your nudes. Send us your thoughts on nudes. Yeah, um, Zach will, he'll release an entire episode of just one long, hour-long rant of him just talking about different types of noodles, and why he hates what he hates. And it will be the least listened to episode yes, it will be the least listened listen to episode that we have. I won't listen to it. Maybe Adam will listen to it. But what we've decided on Missy's recipe is that her noodle is four out of five. four out of five. Okay, so next we have cheese, and we have given the cheese a four out of five. And that's mainly just based on... What we used. What we used. Um, So we used sharp white cheddar and mild cheddar as well as the mozzarella. And we talked about this earlier. We don't... We just weren't thinking about using the mozzarella because it's like, you know, such a stringy, like hard, chewy cheese. Yeah, the the temperature to melt uh, mozzarella is very high. I think it's got to be like 400 degrees, which is why it's okay on a pizza, because a pizza oven 
We'll go yeah, to like 450 or something I have no idea like what that. its melting point is. It's but, very high. It's like 400 and something But degrees. it just won't like... It wouldn't melt for us the way that we wanted it to. And so... So while that's, the flavor is there... Yeah, it tasted good. It was just like kind of a weird texture, cheese-wise. Yeah. So in Missy's recipe, when it says... Heat a, whole your, preheat, a whole ass bag and preheat your oven to whatever... We decided to go with the standard 350. Yeah. And it worked well for us. Yeah. It came out great. The cheese came out melted and mm-hmm. just the way you want it to. But when we added our cheese to the macaroni, we we chose to go more heavy with cheddar than with the mozzarella. Yeah. Okay, so that's why we gave it a four out of five. We, um, did. we gave it a four because it was good yes. and cheesy. The cheese was... Uh, very, 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 very cheesy. I don't very know how cheesy. else to say yes. it. Uh, it was delicious. So the third criteria is presentation, and we gave it a five out of five for presentation because it looked beautiful when oh, it came out of the oven. I, was so I took excited. a picture of it. I'm going to post it on our Facebook page. Uh, we took a we took pictures of our process today in general, but like I like when I cut us a, like. A slice, which sounds weird to say about mac and cheese, <laughs> but it was so like compact. Actually, I appreciate that description very much. A slice of mac a and slice cheese because macaroni and cheese is supposed to be thick. Okay, get and off your soapbox. This is our soapbox. This is sinless <laughs> your nudes. So, when in my opinion, macaroni and cheese is not supposed to be runny. So, so at any rate, it was nice and thick, and it stuck together very well. Turbo, god dang it. <laughs> he did it again. He Y'all, did it again. He did it again. He I somehow don't... opened the door with the wedge behind it and the gun rack again. He is literally a magician. I, you know what? Isn't this the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. He broke through it before. We did it again. To, to I, I said, I'm going to shove this chalk into the door so much harder now. And he still powered through it. This He's eight-pound eight powerhouse of a cat <laughs> has totally just crushed our defenses and has made his way to our outer wall. <laughs> And it's like it's like the siege of Ba Sing Se in Avatar. And he has he is making his way through the wall. This is gonna be a recurring segment on the show where we put Turbo somewhere else in the house and see if he can break out of it (laughs) to get to us. And he probably will. And he probably will. Especially with the help of Kita. Kita's Kita's my sister's cat, and I've taken responsibility of both of them, begrudgingly. And she knows what I mean. Uh, so <laughs> I'm sure he's like Kita. We need you Help to back. Me. We need you to back that ass up because she's got a bigger, bigger, <laughs> <laughs> and help me get this door open. And she does it in 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 promise of meow mix. So one moment while we resolve this situation.
and we're back. We <laughs> we have fixed the. I, I hesitate to say turbo problem because he's not a problem. He is a damn delight. He is. Zach is begrudgingly talking. I may or may not have <laughs> rolled my eyes as I said that. Yeah. Uh, that is, so yeah. If you hear me say that you are a damn delight, you are not. It's kind of like someone saying "bless your heart." Anyway, so we are rating Missy's mac and cheese, and we are on the fourth of yeah, five. Yeah, fourth of five, and that is technique. And we gave it a five out of five. Yes, because it literally didn't take very long to make this, and. The outcome was really good. Um, yeah. It was super easy to make. Um, the recipe was super easy to follow, even though there weren't any um, measurements or anything. You just kind of have to like... <laughs> Except for your whole ass bag. Yeah. You have to kind of like know when something looks good. And the bechamel that, that you made... Was really good. Was great. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Didn't you not say one of the best you've made? Yeah. It's the best one I've ever made. So, Missy, through your vague instructions... Through your vague instructions, I learned how to make a cream cheese sauce, like... She's never made before. That I've never made before, anyway. Um, so, that's why we're giving it a 5 out of 5. Um, we're giving the taste a 4 out of 5. Our mouthfeel was really good. Mm-hmm. It was very... It, it, it was it, a very it, good mac and cheese. Very nice thickness. I had a good flavor... Uh, you know, there was a nice blend of cheese. I could I could tell the difference. And that may have just been because of, of what we used with our sharp cheddar, mild cheddar, and then the creamier um, mozzarella. But, again, that's up to you on what you use. Again, she prefers more mozzarella. We decided to go with more cheddar-based. That's what you get out of a vague recipe. But yeah. overall, it was very delicious. It was very good. We we ate... Zach ate a hamburger before we had mac and cheese. Um, Look, I was very hungry. I'm he was sorry. very hungry. I'm sorry, Missy. I was very hungry. Um, but he ate a lot of it. And I ate all of my mac and cheese. And that, oh, oh my god. Like, so that's the thing. Is it smelled so good? And that's one indicator yeah. of how good something is Yeah, because he was in the back of the house and I was taking it out of the oven. And he was like, oh my god, that smells so good. And when I looked at it, again, this all goes into it. The presentation, that crispy top layer of so the panko breadcrumbs that we use just lured me in. That was kind of like <laughs> the beckoning lighthouse of good mac and oh, man. cheese. Now you're getting me. real sensual with the mac and cheese. Yes, lighthouses the are very the sensual. The beckoning lighthouse. And and so lured me in. It, it did, and so it tasted so good. And guys, I'm gonna say that at a rating out of seventeen of twenty points, twenty possible points, twenty yes. possible points, I highly recommend Missy's delicious macaroni and cheese recipe that you will be able to find on our Facebook page. Send us your nudes. Podcast. Check it podcast. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, our Facebook page is "Send Us Your Nudes" podcast, and the picture um, is just a picture of me and Zach surrounded by a bunch of random stuff because we talk about a bunch of random stuff, and I thought it was pretty appropriate. Um, and it's art made by me. 
Yes. Um, I made I made little... some collage work and I did some painting and then I scanned it. And she's clearly very proud of it, but as am I. It's yeah. such good artwork. I've showed it to people and people are like, oh my god, that looks so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you showed it to people. And on, honestly, like my favorite part of the collage... Is uh, the noodle in the middle? No, no. is Ultra. You have a little... Oh yeah! Bit, and it just makes me think of My Hero Academia. Puros Ultra! Yeah. So, I love it. Yeah, that's because, the only reason I put it on there, but Because way. macaroni and cheese is plus ultra. It is life. I'm so happy. <laughs> macaroni and cheese is plus ultra. Zach 2019. <laughs> Zach 2019. <laughs> Zach 2020. Macaroni and cheese plus ultra. Oh, you're going to say it again next year? I'm going to say it for the rest of my okay, life. Okay, so it'll just be a quote for every year of your life. Yes. Okay. In the yearbook of one picture. <laughs> on your On your tombstone. Macaroni and cheese is plus ultra. In that, quotations. I okay. hope that my children are listening to this inaugural episode that the children I probably will never have. Um, and then Turbo's go, definitely listening to this episode. Turbo's definitely listening <laughs> from his crate that he has been sequestered in. And he is going to secure me a tombstone. When he uh, yeah, when he is in charge of all of your My estate. Yeah, when he's in he's in charge of your estate, and he's also in charge of your last wishes, your pre need contract um, <laughs> with with the funeral home. He's going to he's going to make sure that he orders you a tombstone that says macaroni and cheese is plus ultra. I wish that I was. I hope that when I'm buried, look, this is it. This is my last will and testament right here, guys. I hope when I'm buried, I'm set into one of those urns that you plant in the ground and it turns into a tree oh me too that's what i've always wanted yes no isn't that brilliant yeah like to think about how you can be turned into something useful <laughs> i'm sorry exactly. i'm sorry that's me thinking about how i could finally be useful one day um <laughs> <laughs> you can be a tree one day i can be a tree that helps the environment and gives people that delicious, delicious oxygen that we all crave. Oh my god, that was really a, a sensual review of oxygen. Everybody loves oxygen. We couldn't live without it. Trademark. Zach, 2019. <laughs> well, that's 2021. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're going to skip mac and cheese for one year and focus on oxygen. <laughs> yes, okay. and then divert all of my attention back to macaroni. Okay, okay. Well... This has been Send Us Your Nudes Podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, we hope to... Entertain you for yeah. many, many episodes to come. And go follow us on Facebook uh, at the Send Us Your Nudes Podcast Facebook page. And if you want to send us a recipe, which we highly encourage you to do, um, send it to nudespodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-O-D-Z podcast at gmail.com. And thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Nudes for life. Bye.